welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast, encouraging women to become better disciples of Jesus. Every week we hear from women just like us that are being intentional to know Jesus more and to make him known. Here's your host, Carmen Halsey. Hi, ladies, and welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast. I hope you guys are all doing well. I hope your week's going good. And we're back here with another one of our Illinois Baptist women. Lisa Woodman is joining me today. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. Lisa, I always say I needed to turn the microphone on or the recording earlier because we've already had some good conversation just catching up, and we missed it. We didn't record it. (laughs) We we did. We certainly did. Uh, I enjoyed it. Lisa is sitting in her office today as we're connecting online and recording this. And, and I say that because she's sitting in a new office. It's a new office from when I talked to her last time. And that's a little bit, Lisa, of where I want to go um, today. But, ladies, if you're listening in, the reason I asked Lisa to be a guest with us today is because I've I've watched God now um, re-navigate the landscape and do some different things in her life. And, and one of the things that Lisa says, and I love this, um, and you just said it earlier that I wish I would have recorded is that everything that happens to us in life is for God's glory and they're all pieces to a larger puzzle and it's easy to say that but it's different to live it and Lisa probably more than most you've lived a lot of pieces and they didn't just come and go some some have stayed and have become part of the part of the tapestry of, of how God's framing your life and so that's why when I look at you in that office and we'll get to that in a little bit it amazes me as I sit here in a posture to say, how is God going to use that? But before we get there, tell the ladies listening a little bit about you, who you are, and what's going on in your life right now. Sure. So I'm Lisa Woodman. It's so nice to be here this morning. So thank you, Carmen, uh, for having me. Uh, so I am the Assistant Dean of Students and Director of Disability and Health Services here at Missouri Baptist University. Uh, we're in St. Louis, Missouri. I've been here almost uh, a little over two years. I'll start my third year now uh, in next month. And so a lot of things happening here on campus. But I'm also uh, the pastor's wife. uh, Cliff Woodman is my husband. He's the pastor at Emanuel Baptist Church in Cardinalville, Illinois. We've been there. It's been going on on 10 years, maybe close to 10 years. I know it goes by very quickly. We have two children. Uh, Alicia, Grace, and Daniel, uh, both are are grown, uh, but part of my story uh, deals a lot with both of them, actually, with Alicia uh, having a physical disability. Um, she was born with spina bifida, and so um, she lives with us still, and Daniel lives in Denver currently, so proud of them both. Yeah. And of course, I'm a little bit proud of your daughter, too. You know, I've got the ability <laughs> to know her, so... Um, yes. Lisa, if you would, go ahead and unpack some of those details. Kind of give us, you don't have to give us your resume, but, but you've, you've had a foot. All this is happening, but you've yeah. always had a foot since I've known you, you know, a footprint in that marketplace. In that, mm-hmm. so, so give us a little sure. bit of, of that, too, so that we can see where God's had you to understand some of your experiences. That, way I think, will start to make sense of where some of the education is coming in also. Sure. So I'll just start out with, um, as far as my professional career um, here, I uh, started out in undergrad in English. I was an English teacher um, at high school, English, for about 12, 13 years. 
uh, then really felt called to go into counseling. Um, there was a position open in the district, uh, and I felt called to go into the guidance department. So um, I've always been in that mindset that um, if I'm if I'm going to go get classes, I want it to be for a purpose. I'm not just going to get classes just to get more money. I just I want it to be for a reason. And so I felt really um, called to do the counseling. So I received my master's in counseling from Missouri Baptist. And then went into the guidance department there at the high school and became the director of guidance. Uh, so I was in the guidance department for about uh, 13 or 14 years. You know, and, and through that, and what I loved about that is the fact that I really did get to see a wide scope of education. So it wasn't just in the classroom, but it was it was also the administration. It was also the ins and outs of the social emotional, also just the paperwork of it, right, like scholarships and, and that sort of thing, scheduling. Mm-hmm. But I just got to see a really wide array of things. And I also got to witness a lot of changes in education itself. Um, education has taken a lot of turns uh, since I, I started in the 90s. And so then I decided to uh, do an early retirement, put in my letter. At that point, you had to put in a letter for three years that I, that I would retire in three years. I was on track, thought everything was fine, was getting close to that end of that third year period. And and I had a dream one night that I had a um, a job at Missouri Baptist. Now, keep in mind that probably five years prior, I had a an inclination to do um, my doctorate uh, to to start that, and so I did start my doctorate in higher ed and had no re- I had no uh, no idea why, had no no inclination, just knew that God had just kind of put that on my heart, and I just could not get rid of it. And so I went forward with it, applied, was accepted here at Missouri Baptist for the doctorate uh, program, and so I started that. And in the midst of all of that, cancer happened, and surgeries happened with my daughter, and, you know, life happened. And so um, that's probably for another part of this interview, but all I'm saying is that it took me it, it took me a while to kind of process all that and to get through it. So with cancer and with surgeries, um, my doctoral program was delayed a bit. Um, I was supposed to have finished in two and a half years, and that wasn't happening. And there were times I felt like a failure, like I felt like giving up. There were nights I cried and was just like, God, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing to my family? What am I doing to myself? I, I don't, I don't know where this is going. I, I just don't know. But I felt the spirit lead me and knew that it was still in my heart and I could not get rid of it, no matter how hard I tried. And I had lots of people, I even had my medical doctor tell me that I could quit, you know, my doctoral <laughs> degree. You know? And I and I'm just like, I, I can't. So um so I I kept on um even through all of that. And then I I had the dream um one night that I had a job at Missouri Baptist University and I woke up the next morning laughing about it and told my husband about it. And that very afternoon, there was a message that came over LinkedIn 
that said that there was a position open at Missouri Baptist University for director of disability services. Mm-hmm. And I texted a good friend of mine at Missouri Baptist, and she's like, oh, yeah, you should apply. And at the time, it didn't make sense because I was supposed to be retiring. I was supposed to be doing all these things. And it's like, what, what am I doing? But it, it made perfect sense. Does that, you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. it doesn't make sense, but it does make sense. Yeah. And so, yeah. so I went ahead and applied. And the same week that I retired, I received the job at Missouri Baptist University. And it just happened that quickly. And looking back on it now, it definitely was God's plan because then my degree, my doctoral degree is in higher ed leadership. And it made perfect sense then for what I was doing. And the fact that I had just kind of stayed the course, even though I had to pause my, my career, my, my goal of the doctoral program, I had to pause it for a while because of life because of my husband being diagnosed with cancer twice, because of Alicia having multiple surgeries. But life happens. Even in the midst of what God has called us to do, life still happens. Yeah, I love I love that. Of course, I know you a little bit. I love that. Um, okay, ladies, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause and I'm going to give a commercial to our ladies listening in because I'm getting ready to demonstrate why the community is so valuable. I find myself wanting to pause the recording already, Lisa, because I do know you a little bit. But something you said I've never heard as part of your story, and it's something that I'm wrestling with right now. And you've almost spoke word for word your experience, something that I'm experiencing trying to make sense of in my life. And I almost want to, like, pause the recording and say, like lean in and can say in a safe spot, can I just talk to you like a friend? Meaning, will you speak into my life right now? And ladies, if you're listening, that's the community. That's what we're talking about, why this is so rich and we want you connected. We're not just here passing on a podcast. We don't just do a conference. We, we train and equip, but we provide opportunities for us to get to do life together and build these relationships that go deep. That some of what Lisa and I were talking about before we started the recording, the value in those friendships that not just get together periodically to encourage, but encouraging means we exhort one another. We pray for one another, you know, coming in those hard questions. How's life really going? And knowing that then we scatter and we go do ministry in our necks of the woods, no matter how life changed. If, if today it's a cancer diagnosis or a surgery with a daughter or a loss of a loved one or whatever that may be, we don't let you back out of the game. Because as Lisa says so beautifully, and it may have been before we started recording, it's all for God's glory. And he uses life to transform our character, to get our character. He'll give you the vision. But it's oftentimes he can't, the vision's not in you yet because you're going to be the vision. He's going to use you, but he's got to get the character there before he can position. And that's where life comes in. So if you're not connected, get connected with us. Follow us on Facebook at Illinois Baptist Women. You can find us on Instagram at, at Illinois Baptist Women. Check out our resources on our webpage at ibsa.org backslash women. So that's the commercial lease I say every week. Ordinary women with this extraordinary God. But the value, the value of the of the community. Lisa, I want you to share a little bit, because like you said, the book cover isn't, here's one thing that happened to me. 
Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and here's another. Those those aren't even chapters. Sometimes they're just <laughs> sometimes it's a paragraph, right, in a chapter right. that that God is so used, and they're important. They're important, and we don't forget them. But God God moves us. We're on this journey as He's moving us because we're Him. We're little Christ out mm-hmm. in the. You know, I was listening to Louis Giglio this morning. We're little Christ, you know, out mm-hmm. in in the communities. And he's put you in a different community now. And it's a community you've known. But now even since school, your community has changed again. You're still there. So he's he's positioned you for influence to be salt and light. And then oftentimes, as only he can do, he's changed the chair around you. You know, <laughs> you're not the director of whatever now. Right. So I want you, if you don't care, tell, give us an example of what that looks like, um, how he's manifesting himself through you, or better yet, how he's expressing some of those talents and education through you right now. Because I think it helps us as women to see somebody model it for us to think, oh, don't get scared or disappointed if this job doesn't work out. Because it's like you said, when it doesn't make sense, it makes sense. Oftentimes he's choreographing it for us. Yes, yes. Definitely. Yeah, sure. So I have been really blessed here at Missouri Baptist University and having the opportunity to serve students and parents. And that is what I have. I'm just thinking in my mind right now of a particular situation that I had not too long ago with a parent to uh, come to me because, again, part of my responsibility here at the university is disability services. And so this student had a a disability and had struggled throughout high school. And I know too well how being the parents of a child with a disability, that your role is parent and caregiver, and you, you have managed and protected uh, that child for many years and have fought for that child for many years. And now it's the college scene where you now have to let go of some responsibility. And that is such a hard transition, a difficult transition. And so um, being able to speak to this mom and we both ended up crying, <laughs> and, you know, in my office, just her emotions and what all she was experiencing. Um, it's so difficult, so difficult transition, but so exciting and important for that student. And so I, I feel like I really have, in, I don't want to say enjoyed, I mean, I do enjoy it, but it has been such a ministry here for me to work with parents and with the students, because I definitely can also, even though I don't have the specific disability, I, I've i often said, I kind of claim disability by association. <laughs> because I, I have, I, you know, we've lived it now for 27 years uh, with Alicia. And yeah. so I, I obviously don't haven't experienced everything that someone has, say, with autism or you know, with a hearing disability, but definitely in the world of disability, I have been a part of that for many years now. And so I've been able to really relate with the students here in their many disabilities and what they, what they incur and what they struggle, the barriers, even, you know, even on a Christian campus, we all have, we're well-intentioned, right? Like we really, it's like the church, 
we want to help and we're there to help. Sometimes we don't know how to help. Sometimes we don't know what to say. Sometimes we're not even aware of what we don't know. Um, And so I feel like here I've also been a proponent and an advocate of teaching faculty and teaching staff, really getting the word out. And that takes time. You know, it takes time, but I've, I've had a lot of opportunity. So I've been very grateful for that. So for me, it has really blended my world of disability with Alicia and then my degree, which was in higher ed uh, leadership, but my dissertation was on physical disability and college readiness. So it really did just blend it and God made it perfect, yeah. um, you know, in his timing. So. That is so good. Going into priorities. So this past April, I'd reread, picked the book back up halftime and reread it and asked somebody to teach that as a breakout. And God just put me back in that moment because in that season of life that it's like success looks different. It's significance. And that as you're talking, I'm, I'm hearing you say that because, you know, you said, oh, and I found this job on LinkedIn after this dream and it was a director of. And obviously you introduced yourself as assistant dean. of. Yes. Yes. Right? You know, yeah. you know, but, but like you said, your life, it's like he increased your influence. He yeah. gave you increased influence that now you speak into faculty to increase understanding, which means that is so much. It just reaches so much farther and touches more and more lives. But it's typically not separated from what he's let you live. It's right. like life comes together with education, the tools and the skills as only God can do, which pours into significance, which is a new metric for success. And that's what I love about this and the ladies listening in, because sometimes when it looks like life's falling apart, you know, embrace it, acknowledge it, take that thought captive to God, but you know, God's going to use it. And, but, but there does come a time he may call us back to, I call it the corporate classroom. We have to be learners. We need to go learn something. But I love what you said. Let there be purpose to the learning. If there's not purpose to it, don't right. waste your time with it. Right. You know? That corporate classroom, I'm going in because I already know what I'm going in because I need it. I've already I've already connected in my mind. There's a purpose that I need this information. But I'm also in a posture to pay attention, knowing that when I walk out the door at the end of the day, I'm ready. I need to apply it. Somebody's waiting for me to apply it. Somebody's life is de- is dependent on it. So Yeah, that, Absolutely. That's good. Lisa, I wanted to share your story today so that that woman listening could hear bigger picture, you know, a model of that transforming grace as God works in a life, but how he also starts to reposition for influence that, that he, we're the, we're the salt and the light he puts out in there into the, into the world. And you're also in a position or an example of how it's not like you took a total different direction in life. It just, it evolved from your life, the very yes. piece the scars, you know, of your life. And again, I'm watching you sit in a chair. It's like the the chair changed, same chair, but the chair changed because the influence changes. And sometimes we're so resistant to change or trusting what God may be doing in our life that we hold so tight that he's, you know, that he's just saying, never clinch it if we hold it with open hands, because if he's taken something out, you better bet it's because he's got the next thing to put. He's got the next thing to put in. And your story demonstrates that so well. Mm-hmm. Well, I just like, again, I, I heard this at the Southern Baptist Convention several years ago. A speaker say, what he originates, he orchestrates. Uh, so I just hold tight to that um, and know that God has called us. God has called every woman 
to a purpose. And whoever's listening now, you know God has called you to a purpose. And you hold tight to that purpose because he will orchestrate it. He originated it. He will orchestrate it. That's good. And I'm going to tag something that you said earlier in the podcast with that quote. And you said it like it didn't make sense, but it made sense. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that was my connection. I'm like, oh, I wish I didn't, but I know oh too well what it means. And to me, what that's saying is you're probably not going to be able to go get somebody to affirm it for you. Mm -hmm. Because it's God giving the vision. It's God, in your words, orchestrating it. Right. And we're. But but don't miss the creator, God. It's originating through you. You might be the first one he's ever written the story through. He's he's orchestrating it. But, boy, his, when he's originating, when he's orchestrating, I get oh too well when you say it makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. And I love that you said it come packaged in a dream. I'm not a big dreamer, but sometimes when I get those dreams, I can't shake them. Mm-hmm. But I've learned, I've learned in my life. You don't always get to go get it affirmed, which is why I think it's so important to keep taking it captive to God, keep taking it captive to God. But I like your words when you said, I just couldn't shake it. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, that it's really important for us to realize, too, that through, through our lives, I mean, I think back again when I found out about Alicia having spina bifida, you know, when I was four months pregnant, who knew who knew? I had no idea at that time. I remember looking in the mirror the the night before she was born and just praying to God and saying, God, I have no idea what this path will lead to. Just use me and, and use this this child for your glory. And who knew? And it has been it's not that easy, is it? I mean, we say that prayer, and in the moment, we're like all in, and we're ready, and it's like, yeah, let's go. And yeah. But then as life happens, and you get, uh, you know, months in the hospital, or, you know, you get, you know, Alicia had her leg amputated a, a couple of years ago, and things of this nature, it's hard. Yeah. Life is hard, and it's hard to keep, to keep on, to keep that hope. But, but we have to. Amen. Amen. Lisa, this is so good. This is so good. And is it okay if I share your contact information? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. So, ladies, I'll share that in the episode notes because I know that there's probably so many things resonating. I'm probably not the only one thinking, can I have five minutes of your time? So I will share a contact <laughs> information. And use her as a resource. You know, Lisa's available. You know, she she approached me. I think I was going into priority, and it was about, you know, you you get training and equipping. There's specific training and equipping that, that we can give to somebody that's a tool to help them minister to somebody or, you know, meet a need in their church or their family. There's a difference between education and in training and tools so so i know she's available so feel free to reach out to her lisa i want to i want to continue because like you said a lot of life's happening but i believe god's i believe this is personal i believe god has you positioned for a lot right now and i'm sitting here intrigued by the the 12 to 13 to 14 years in the public school at that counselor level as I watch a lot of the brokenness and a lot of what's happening with especially our adolescent girls right now. And I can't but make that spiritual connection. And I just, God's opened my eyes to you right now to say, here's a resource. But I know, I know there's a connection moment yeah. here that he's doing. So thank you so much for, for sharing your time with us today and, and sharing some of your story with the ladies listening in. Well, thank you for having me. 
This is great. All right, ladies. Well, this is our time winding down. It always ends too quick. So I hope you found something that encouraged you today, maybe exhorted you a little bit, maybe challenged you a little bit when you're maybe you're the person trying to give up and God's saying, "Uh uh-uh, uh-uh, you don't get to throw in the towel. Just trust me with it, even if it's the hard moment right now, because he's doing something bigger. But as Lisa said, for his glory. Are we going to be the sacrifice for his glory? So enjoy some of the tidbits Lisa gave you. Feel free to reach out to her. Have a great rest of your Friday, a blessed Sabbath, and I'll see you back here next week on the Priority Now podcast. You've been listening to the Priority Now podcast with host Carmen Halsey. Resources mentioned today are listed in the episode notes in the podcast app. Stay connected with us through social media and our website ibsa.org slash women.